on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday. Let's go. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You're not live inside episode 90 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. Am I right? Is this 90? I think we are at 90, bro. 90. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're going to be at 110 weeks, man. All right, man. Um, Before I get into anything, man, we're going to pause for a moment aside. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. Um, a couple of deaths happened this week. Uh, personally, I had a, a loss. Uh, one of my good friends lost their daughter, and we're gonna take a moment of silence for the late great Kobe Bryant. All right, man. Um, and before I dive into the intros, man, um, very very sad news. Uh. With Kobe, um, a lot of people, uh, some of my friends hit me up. One of my favorite basketball players of all time is Kobe Bryant. So I think when I woke up this morning, it's not not the news I thought I would get today. Uh, so 41 years old, he was killed in a helicopter crash with his 13-year-old daughter. Um, I know y'all seen a lot of clips of him online, uh, him going to her practice. They was actually headed to practice today. Um I'm a, I'll never forget Kobe. Kobe is the reason why I am a Lakers fan to this day. Just watching him from the 90s to now. Um, he's the GOAT, man. I'll never forget the day he scored 81. I'll never forget the day he scored 60 before he scored 81. He scored 67 on the Mavericks. You called yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You called snapping. me. And then the next he day you called me again. Yeah, yeah. Next day you called me again like, yo, this dude went for 81. Um, I think for my lifetime, I seen Michael Jordan, but Kobe, I 
never seen anything like it. He was unreal, and he had he he had uh, a will and want to win like nobody's ever seen. Um, I used to watch YouTube videos on the guy. I wanted to beat this guy <laughs> on the court. So, like I said, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, forty one years old. Uh, that's it's heartbreaking, heartbreaking to yeah. to hear, man. Um, I I let you talk. Yeah, I mean, just watching the news and stuff, you just they start naming all the list of accomplishments and the things he did outside of basketball, and uh, I mean, he really was a legend. I mean, really, he was one of my heroes because I used to have his, you know, basketball, basketball cards yeah. and shit like that. I had his jersey, I had the purple Lakers champion jersey and shit. Um, and it it it's going it's gonna take a while to get over this one, man. Yeah. Cause, I mean, we used to watch Kobe like, damn, Kobe, that dude. Yeah, we used to go outside, Kobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> I still shoot. I still shoot. Kobe. The trash can. I'm like Kobe. I'm starting to say Giannis now, but I'm, I'm still like Kobe. And it's gonna mean a lot more now when I when I make it. You know. Yeah. But like that's for like yeah for our time period for somebody who can, we can literally say we watched him. Start yeah. his career and finish his career. It's not like Jordan where we caught it when he was winning yeah, championships. Yeah, I wasn't born when Col- Jordan even started playing ball. Like yeah, we followed Kobe from the get- beginning. And so, I mean, from Moesha to yeah. rap battles to battling, and that's <laughs> to not how you battling want, Shaq. I mean, everybody's <laughs> legacy is different, but I didn't want Kobe's legacy to end like this. I always thought he was gonna be like a Bill Russell type of guy, where he'd be just yeah with the NBA and working on basketball till he's in his nineties. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But now, I mean, you got to live through, you know, what he's left on this earth. Yeah, he he left the big shoes to fill for anybody stepping in that Lakers yeah. uniform. For anybody stepping in a basketball uniform. Like yeah, yeah. 81 and points in the game. Uh, shit, I think he was slighted for some MVPs that he should have run. Yeah, but like, Steve, Steve Nash. Yeah. Five. Uh, <laughs> took some MVPs from him, of yeah. course. Um, but, I mean, just on a legacy, he won three rings with Shaq. You know they split up. He comes back three, four years later. He's got a championship con- championship contender team, and he wins two, two, yeah, back to back. And he beats the first big three ever. Yeah, he beat the beat <laughs> the, the um the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man. So true legend, man. I'm gonna have to read the Mamba mentality now. Nah, I gotta finish it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm gonna get the, um, I gotta the audio book tonight. I'm gonna listen to it. Um, see what I can get from it, man. What kind of jewels and gems I can get from it. Um, but shit, man. I mean, you gotta make a mark on this earth, man. If anything, this teaches that life is really short. You never know when it's gonna end. You can walk out the door, just do a routine errand, like take your daughter to basketball practice, and that's it. Yeah, um, and and um, uh, like you were saying, life is short. I, I've actually been saying life is fragile. Like, yeah, in any moment, it can happen to you. Any moment, it's fragile. You gotta be careful with it. You only, you know. You only get one. <laughs> yeah, you really do, man. A lot of people take that shit for granted. They out here doing drugs. They play um, with their life every day. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's people that take the right steps, and those be the ones that you like, why they take him when they could have took this person that don't, obviously don't give a <laughs> fuck about their <laughs> life. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like I said, this dude, Kobe, a legend, man. A legend. I mean, and then his life after basketball, he jumped right into philanthropy work. Yeah. He um being a father, man. Yeah. Like that like he was shit a, a real deal spoke dad. To me. I'm yeah. taking my, I'm taking my kids. I'm coaching my daughter's basketball Ball team. team. Yeah. I'm 
taking girls through camp. He's like, I got girls, so I'm gonna uplift women to you know. Yeah, he started working <laughs> with the WNBA. Yeah, yeah. He started working in China, uh, trying to get basketball bigger over there. NBA Africa. He's been doing a lot of things. Um, I mean, sometimes and he had a platform. He used it. Some people get these platforms and as an athlete, as a role model, as um anything. Yeah, and they don't use it. They don't use it properly at all. And they he, use it for self gain, and he he did it. He, he's doing it like so. Yeah. Uh, our prayers go out to that family, man. That is tragic. Yeah, Vanessa lost a daughter, and she lost her husband. Husband. So, and that's that's tough. Not to mention the other three people on board that 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 helicopter who who haven't yeah, been named at this moment. Apparently, that's teammates. I think that was to, uh, a parent and another child. They were going wow. to practice together, and the, and the guy driving the helicopter. Yeah, so this and is, the pilot. Whew. What a way to start a Monday. Yeah, um, for real, man. But we didn't. We we not gonna keep y'all down. We gonna give y'all what y'all came for. We here to entertain. Um, but we we would not be doing the service if we didn't take a moment and and speak about one of the greatest players of of a of a of a um era. Yeah, so man. rest um, in peace, rest Kobe, Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Bryant, man. Um, without any further ado, to my left is my buddy, it's my partner, it's my dog, the one, the only, Crown Daddy, aka the ladies call him Crown Poppy, aka you can catch him at a fuse on Saturday buying five dollar shots of Crown all night. It's that boy, Daddy. Are you? Radio? Jukebox Johnny. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, shout out to Miss Nikki. Miss Nikki is not present today, but we will talk to her next week. The one, the only vocabulary queen. All right. We ain't come to play with y'all. We came to pod. Um, Johnny, we still going good. Everything good with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, right, you on 10? Are you on 10? Oh, on the thing? are we on 10? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on 10. All right, cool. All right man. How you week? <laughs> uh man. It was it's still going pretty good, man. It's been a good year, man. I think I've really just been focused on myself and that's why. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Um, but I do feel like uh this year is I didn't think twenty twenty was gonna go this way. But I mean, uh oh. All right. But yeah, I didn't think twenty twenty was gonna go this way. It is going really well. I'm just going to try to continue to keep this positive energy. Uh, anytime I do have a negative, I got to back back and say, all right, dude, you was wilding. But we got to just keep it moving. You feel me? All right. Any negatives so far? <laughs> of course, but I can't say <laughs> Of course. Of course. Oh, man. Just listen, man. All negatives ain't negative, man. And uh, some things happen in life, so you can learn from those things. That's what I will say. That's very true. That's very true. But I try to I kind of stop beating myself up about some shit. Yeah, most definitely Most definitely <laughs> I mean we can all learn from that though yeah. We can all learn from that man Trust me We can all learn from that man I always tell you though You you, you got this thing on lock man Great person Great person to be around Super positive person Um, No better person to have Sitting to my left on this couch Week in and week out Than you So I'm, I, like I said I always say I'm blessed So whatever you beat yourself up about I'm just blessed to have a nigga next to me That beats himself up about shit That's what's up <laughs> Alright man Um I don't know how y'all found this podcast today, but you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find this shit on Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on CastBox. Search the letters KSP. We pop right up. You see our three beautiful faces. And press play. We got a catalog full of work. Episode 90, man. Um, We getting up there. We getting up there, man. Yeah, we got some shit coming, too, man. Shit about to pop off, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. We do got some things in the work, man. So... Shout out to everybody that listens week in and week out. 
Shout out to all the niggas that give us feedback. Uh, sh- shout out to everybody that's first time listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. And um, shout out to everybody listening to episode 89. We do appreciate that. And without any further ado, we're going to dive into what we call politics. Politics, man. Politics for the week. Um, I know you guys probably saw the impeachment headlines pop up. Um, seems like nobody cares, and I think no one cares because we know the outcome. What the outcome is going to be? We know that the Senate is ran by the Republicans, and they're not going to vote their sitting president out on an election year. Exactly. This is what you regardless if about. you think Trump did something wrong or not, which he did. They, it's all politics. It's all politics. At the end of the day, it don't matter if you right or wrong. It's what can you do. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so it don't matter. So, uh, but we should have a verdict next week on the impeachment. Um, we'll des- they'll decide if Trump will be out of office. He'll be in office. Yeah, he should be in office. And he's been on Twitter heavy. He's like, yo, y'all keep trying to do this impeachment shit to me. I'm untouchable, <laughs> unbreakable. He posted a picture the other day, and somebody had cropped. Barack Obama like looking through the window. Yeah, through I the see window that shit. Him. Like, yo, he do not care. Why is he on Twitter? Your man is wild, yo. Yeah, why is he on Twitter, man? <laughs> it does not give a fuck. From the porcelain throne, I am tweeting um, my morning thoughts. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I think this meme's funny. I'm gonna repost it. I'm not gonna lie. I follow that nigga on Twitter just so oh, I yeah, can trip. I follow Trump too. <laughs> you gotta follow the president, regardless you like him or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is interesting the fact that you can't do that now. Like, yeah, follow like this nigga got a, a Twitter. Account. I like, wonder how many people crazy. try to hack their shit. Oh, I mean, it's impossible. But nah, you know. I don't think it's impossible. You don't think so? Nah, I don't think it's possible. That's my thought, though. Yeah, they phones like you can only have certain apps on their phones. And if shit. you can hack Jeff Bezos, yeah, he did get hacked recently. Uh, I mean, you can hack Trump. That's true. It's possible. You probably just don't want to do it. Yeah, nah. Gonna, you're gonna die. Granny porn immediately in the phone. Oh, you think that's gonna be? It? <laughs> yeah, definitely. From dudes from seventy year old women and shit. <laughs> See that wrinkle pussy baby <laughs> Nah Trump probably getting that young pussy sent to him That young Republican conservative pussy sent to him Which sent my mind to Jeffrey Epstein So I don't want to know how young Trump is getting it <laughs> That's true, that's true. <laughs> Off that You ever heard of this guy Doris Miller? Uh, no so No he's please just, tell me I, I just found out about him too Apparently uh, his Pearl Harbor is um, Cuba Gooden Jr.'s character is based off of him Oh Yeah but the Navy has a new carrier coming out And uh, they're naming after Doris Miller Who is a black man um, that served in the uh, U.S. Navy, and this is the first U.S. Navy carrier that's going to be named after African American. Oh shit! So, Shut yeah. up. Yeah, he's got a pretty interesting story. Apparently, in Pearl Harbor, when uh, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, did he black people couldn't even man like the guns and stuff. Black people weren't allowed to man the guns, so they were basically just like cleaning the ship and stuff like that. Uh, but when they got attacked, he was like, start saving people. He grabbed a gun. He was like, shit, at this point, I'm just trying to save my Save myself. Yeah. Save myself. So he grabbed a gun Fuck and started fighting back niggas. and stuff. And he was like, shoot. He said they asked him how hard it was because he never had training. He was like, you just got to pull the trigger. Duh. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to him, man. Who asked him that? Uh, The news. Like the news today or no, back then? No, back then, back then. They used to think we were so stupid. Yeah, they didn't think we were capable why of working machinery, that, so that's like, why well, black people couldn't do that. Why would you think that was hard to do? Exactly. <laughs> 
You don't think slaves was pulling triggers on la- on masses yeah. when they got their hands on guns? Six shot revolver, put it on massa head, blow his brains out. Now nah, that's a gun, boy. You don't know what to do <laughs> with that. Yo, nigga, brain. You don't know what to do with that. From what gun. I understand, you niggas really don't comprehend uh-huh. how machinery works. But uh, here's a mop. Now I know you know how to just uh-huh. push it up and down, and the spot should go away. Niggas can't read. We should have really been killing their asses because all, all the kitchen, God. all the kitchen niggas, I would have been poisoning their food. Nigga, who so are I guess you we didn't telling? really have chemicals like that back then either. Uh, well, no, and not even that. You had access. I mean, if you're cleaning shit and you're cooking shit, then your boy, your boy in the cleaning department got the shit you need. Oh yeah, so so I'm just saying, just if you wanted to, and and we don't know because white people would never tell us, but we we probably poisoned a lot of meals. Probably There's no way We were that subservient Like yeah. I don't, I'm not under that belief Especially you gotta get sick and tired Especially I know The demeanor of black people These days They had to still have The same demeanor back then Like exactly. nah, fuck this You about to die nigga I don't give a fuck I think it's just oh, been God. molded In our brain by society That we were that subservient And so we believe that About every case And that's really yeah. not the case That's why we need more stories Like um uh, What this, this damn movie where they crucified my guy like right before the movie dropped they say he raped a white girl ah uh, um, that movie was really good shit it was about and Nat nobody Turner. watched it, it was yeah, about Nat nobody Turner. watched it uh because they were saying oh we're not gonna support a rapist it, but, but right before the movie dropped they killed him columbus short i think is his name no nah, it wasn't columbus short it was the uh, other black dude it was the other black dude um shit Ah man, he yeah, he's played it, in a movie with Denzel. Um, he played in the Great Debaters. Yeah, yeah. What is it? You sure it ain't? Um, it's not him though. His name is not Columbus Short. What the fuck is his name? Nate Parker. Nate Parker. That's yeah. his fucking name. Nate I get him Parker. and Columbus Short mixed up a lot because they were both in what Stomp the Yard or some shit. I think they had a movie together. Stomp the Yard. See, here we go again. Yeah. Because I don't it. even remember what Stomp the Yard was about. <laughs> you know what it was uh, It was about uh, Wasn't it about like a, a frat Or something like that I thought that was A the stepping m- competition Really It's like when all the Like B2K had their movie Coming out and shit All these people Were doing these like Oh the light skinned nigga Was on That is Colum- Ah yeah. yeah that movie's good I fuck with that movie <laughs> yeah. I fuck with that movie Yeah Alright 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 We in there Yeah we in there man right, Sorry cool, y'all We tripping cool, cool, cool. Uh, But also the White House Is gonna plan to extend Their travel ban To countries um, that might harbor terrorists and also that might be uh, dangerous for Americans to travel to. Uh, one of the countries is Nigeria, um, but they're saying that Nigeria just needs to up, like, do something with their secu- airport security, and they, it's nothing to do with terrorism with them. It's just saying they need to change their, ter- their uh, airport security, um, and then you can travel back and forth between Nigeria and America. We also got travel bans. Uh, yeah, Cuba. Uh, well, we got travel bans right now for the corona. The cor- oh corona, yeah, China virus. Yeah, that's outbreaking. So um, yep. there's been a travel ban on people leaving to go to China and to come here. Yeah, because they're not trying the to bring out. the virus here. Yeah. So on top of those travel bans. Yeah. So I mean, government I trying to, to Nigeria, keep us safe. Though. I do want to go there too. I didn't think that they. I, I know people travel there a lot, so I didn't think they had like bad airports and shit. Yeah. But apparently their security not up to par. And I always imagine that when it comes to certain airports, like when we went to Cuba, I was thinking about their their like their airport security. They're like, this this don't look like the greatest system. Yeah. But them niggas look like cold blooded killers. Like they TSA, real. they don't smile. Oh, for real? <laughs> they don't chat. <laughs> they hey, like they probably tired of people uh, trying to pass drugs and shit out of there. <sighs> I don't, I don't even know if they catch it like that. 
Yeah. And in a poor country, and not to throw any slight, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure the cartels or whatever's running the drug ring down there drop a few dollars. Oh, definitely. Because that's don't. like in Mexico. I didn't know that the cartel ran Mexico like that. Yeah, yeah. That they that is the much, government. Yeah, that they is run that shit. They got their own army. I suggest anybody watch like Narcos. Narcos yeah. kind of shows you the power of the cartel because Pablo kind of wanted to do that with in in Colombia, but the Colombian government was willing to fight back. Yeah. And I don't know if they had the fun. But the American government was backing the Colombian government to fight the cartel, so yeah. that's why they were able to fight it. But if you go to a country that's super poor, and this guy's got millions and billions of dollars, that's his country now. <laughs> that's why that build a wall shit. It makes sense. It's a little bit extreme, but I understand why people are nervous about that shit. Because if they took over Mexico, they're gonna start taking over small cities in, in um Texas and California. The only problem that's their fear. Well, the only problem with that, I get what you're saying. Just to translate, <laughs> you're saying you get why. Yeah, yeah I don't agree with it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I know people. Yeah. They're like, oh nigga, you want a wall? Like, no, nah, that's not what he said. <laughs> nah, that's nah. not what he said. Um true but false. Because the American government has so much money, they can combat everything that you throw at it. Because the way the government is. But if the government of Mexico doesn't have the funds or the means, and those smallest countries don't, and they don't have the backing to fight the cartel, like I said, the Colombian government was successful or has been successful because America has said, all right, we'll help you. Yeah. We'll send you help. We'll send you soldiers. We'll send you guns. We'll put DEA down there. We'll investigate these drug lords. That's not true for everywhere in South America. Some places just don't get the backing. And since they don't get the backing, the cartel runs it. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure America looks at like we can give up this and we can give up that, but we can't give up this. It's no different than America fighting drugs. Yeah. I mean, the gangs run the drugs. Are fighting terrorists in country where they need oil. Yeah, it's just a really you're just maintaining things. They got the money to do it. So the cartel got a lot of money, but they don't have nuke money. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. until they can get nuke money, I don't see that see it happening. But I see the fear. Yeah, but it's too late for that fear. I feel like they've crossed. Oh yeah, they they've here. they've established gangs like MS13 here, and so things happen, you know. But it's it it won't get any worse than what you see. Yeah, because America's only going to allow, but so that's much. true. Like I said, and then we can go over to fight the whole. We can go beat the Taliban. We probably can take down the cartel. We can easily like. <laughs> yeah. It's Mo- just move we don't to. have anything that we're gonna gain from beating the cartel. And nine times out of ten, they work together. Like them niggas do cocaine too. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't really like, hey, we want to do something about this, but we gonna need our coke too. That's crazy. I seen that post you <laughs> put up about that cocaine ad. Oh, but back in the day, yeah, yeah, like motherfuckers give you anything. Doctors will subscribe you anything. But back in the day, at that time, it's it's fucked up because the pharmacist, the white guy. Was able to do things like this and still does things like this, but when you change the color of the man that's putting pushing the drug, then everything about the drug changes. That's very. Are true. the person using the drug? You see yeah, it with it a the, nice, friendly the opioid outbreak. Yeah, <laughs> you got kids up there smiling and shit. Hey, put some cocaine on your toothache. Yeah, and which is true. We'll get rid of that shit. Yeah. But I'm just, it's like, what can you do? Uh, what else did you have? Po- That's it, man. That's it for politics. We're All right, keep it moving, man. Shout out to the American government. <laughs> All right. Um, this week in music and entertainment, was that his last shot ever? Yeah. Damn. Shout out to shot. Kobe, man. Shout out to Kobe again. Man. 
I remember that game. Damn, boy. I, this is all I want to see on NBA TV, too. Like, I just want to see game after game of greatness and interview after interview. Yeah, I'm going to have greatness. to run some 2K a little later. <sighs> man. All right, man. Uh, music and entertainment. Um, Lil Wayne has been hitting at a release uh, probably next week, which I wasn't aware of this, but uh, he's dropping an album called The Funeral or Funeral. Um, there's been pre-sales on his website. There's been, like, sales as far as, like, the gear goes for a funeral. So, um... That may be coming next year, next week, but oh, we so. don't know how true that is yet. It is on the list of releases for new music, um, but it's still kind of like. Hope that nigga come back, man. I hope he come back. It's like that Derrick Rose shit. Like I was like, when Derrick Rose gonna go back go- to the old Derrick Rose? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I hope I'm not doing this with Lil Wayne, but. No, nah, you're right. I do want to see some, hear some good Wayne. Yeah. I think he gave us the last album was good for the first half, maybe, and then it. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't just do. And it didn't have the playback value. That shit with Kendrick was hard. Though. The shit with Kendrick was awesome. And he it got. Was on, he got in his bag on that one. He got in his bag through. Like I say, the first half up until that point was pretty good. It just kind of lost me as it went on. So I think he should follow the new format. Something short. Yeah. Eight to ten tracks, and just you know, give us hell. Our attention spans are short now. Like it really is. Give us two minute songs because that'd be dope. Give I, us one verse and a hook. I'm still praising this young money bag, yo. That shit real. And it's a forty minute album and it's fifteen tracks. So it just if you can give us get in, get out. This new system of making music, uh, minute one minute songs, two minute songs is actually, you know. For rappers that that are in that lane that are not really giving us a huge amount of substance, I believe like this is great, a great pattern to follow. So I, I'm interested to see what Lil Wayne's gonna do on this album. Me too. I'm looking and I'm looking forward to it. I want I want new Wayne music. Like I say, he left us with the Carter Five, which I felt like he gave it to us because he felt like he owed yeah. it to us. I wonder if that's the end of the Carter saga. Was that the last installment of the Carters? With the album being called Funeral. I, I'm questioning Is it a funeral To your career Or is it a funeral To the Carters mm. So that there was my go. question And speaking of um, And I was gonna dive Into this uh, In music and entertainment And I still will But um, I watched uh, The hip hop Documentary On Netflix um, It's got like Four or five seasons Oh yeah I but, haven't watched Any of those But this season They were talking about uh, New Orleans hip hop And it was interesting uh, To me About New Orleans hip hop was how they followed the history of New Orleans music and how and explained furthermore why cash money mm-hmm. was more successful than no limit as far as capturing the ears of a local audience. And oh, so really? Yeah, with um so come to find out there's a DJ named Sambo from Louisiana and that's Man and Fresh's dad. And so oh. DJ Sambo was hot on the um I forgot what you call that music down there. Um he was hot on that scene. That, that bounce shit. Bounce, thank you. He was the the top bounce DJ. I can't wait to go back to New Orleans. Um I haven't been in years. Um but he was the number one bounce DJ. And so the bounce sound was something that Man and Fresh grew up around, knew yeah. about. Um when they spoke about Master P and them blowing up, 
the way they did. They said it took a minute for New Orleans to catch on. It really wasn't until Master P got famous uh, in the areas in, in the United States until. Mm. I think one thing they didn't tell about Master P was his large musical influence came from Houston and uh, Richmond, Virginia, because that's where he spent most of his time, and No Limit was born in California. So that's where his musical influence came from. Um, and that's why it didn't sound like bounce music. But if you fast forward to when Cash Money came on the scene, they took Juvenile, they took Man and Fresh, who already has the bounce sound, and they really implemented that sound into all of their music. So when you watch that and you get, you know, after watching that documentary for a minute and hearing that bounce sound over and over, you start to think about Chopper City in the ghetto and yeah. 400 Degrees and... um. Uh, Lil Wayne's The Block Is Hot You start thinking about How those albums Mainly sound They had bounce Rhythm to it So I can see why It appealed to that audience It used the same Drum kicks And 808s And uh, just the same Way they used You know DJ scratching So it was it. I see why they were So popular over No Limit Even in their hometown I'm gonna watch that Cause I keep saying I'm gonna watch it But I'm like I'm, I feel like I'm gonna get bored The season 5 is the one Because they run Hip hop documentaries Into the ground And we've heard the story enough but i don't think us as southerners get to hear our story enough and i think it was a great great documentary like it starts in new orleans and then it takes you to houston and they go into the background of the screw music and dj screw and then from there they take you to memphis and they show you how even how three six mafia birthed their sound yeah they Um, go to miami it all trick daddy and them no so they go from there to there and then they went to um and they might have already covered it in other seasons, but they went into this thing called the Super Producers. And so they were just breaking down different production sounds and where they came from. And then when they went to the Super Producers, they tell you the story of Pharrell and Timberland and how they got their background. And then they go to Jay Dillon in Detroit. And then they fast forward all the way into the mixtape mix game. So if you follow the episodes, you'll see how they eventually come full circle. But I, I just, you know, the thing that caught my eye is... Louisiana, I'm a Southerner. That's the music that I grew up on. So I was just really interested in, in watching it. So I, it's, it's good. It's insightful if you're into music, if you want to know more about music more than just hearing hearing a song and hearing a rapper rap. Yeah, I fuck with it. Uh, a few notable... <laughs> a few... All right, I fuck with you. A few notable releases this week. Uh, Yo Gotti dropped a new song called Ho. My pastor. Shout out to Pastor Gotti. Shout out to Pastor Gotti. I know you fuck with Ho. If y'all have a... Uh, which is an acronym, Heaven on Earth. That's what it is. We'll see how that song goes. Um, I think Meg Thee Stallion has dropped one for the winter springtime with this bitch. I yeah. think she, gonna I think the ladies are going to love this this yeah. bitch song. I'm going to be a B-I-T-C-A. She got to do that. She all, she all about women's empowerment in her way. Yeah, in her way. In her <laughs> way. Um, I'm really fucking with this 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 Wiz, Wiz Khalifa and, and um, Tyler Yahweh. Yeah. I'm really fucking with that um, high right now. I just like that whole vibe. Yeah. Um, you fuck with that Janae Aiko, that pussy uh, fairy. No, I heard about that. It shit is pretty good. Is man. it good? When she said she got she got a when she like in the hook, she's like that dick make me so proud. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that shit sound good to me. I wish a girl would tell me that shit, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> The way the way the way we've been talking about women on this podcast, it, it, it seems like that's what the, the shit they be talking about. <laughs> that dick make me proud. Like damn, girl, let me put my clothes on. You got me feeling insecure. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Kiana Lede got a song called "Mad at Me," which I don't even know who that is, but I listened to the song last night. I thought it was great. 
uh, ran across this song from Asher Angel. It's a white boy. I did yep. not know who it was. But Thank you for sending that to me. Yeah, a song called Chills. And so I'm like, oh, okay, he reminds me of Justin Bieber. I say, so at what, we two, three weeks in since Yummy dropped? Yeah. So I was asking you, which one, Yummy or Chills? I, I'm still going to roll with Yummy. <laughs> Uh, yummy grew on me. It's a little more grown. Yummy grew the fuck on me. I yeah. was like, all right, I fuck with it. Yeah, and now they, they got the little white girl challenge to it where you uh, get up on the wall Yo. And, and, <laughs> and give them that yummy. Apparently, that's how that's how girls ride your face these days. That's how white women ride faces. Yeah, these videos online, man, I swear. <laughs> The one you posted with the middle one at yeah. no rhythm. <laughs> I was like, she definitely don't know how to fuck. Oh, man. But the rest of the white girls are surprised at the body world. White women yeah. and a good body role. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. All right. I, I fuck see with you. it. For real. All right. I'm I used to fuck with, with it in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I used to fuck with it. Thank God this ain't a video podcast. <laughs> you can, just, Tell me why. I just, you know, I got a look on my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to fuck with it. I used to fuck with you. Uh, man, I'm still battling. I can't do it. I know you can't, man, but I think one day you are going to do it. You're going to cross that line. What do you think is going to be the defining factors that make me do it? Will I be drunk? Yeah, you're definitely going to be drunk. Hmm. Um, right. I think it's going to be a white woman. She's just going to talk really nasty to you. And you're going to be like, fuck it. You're probably not even going to be in Charlotte. Mm. You're probably going to be out of town on vacay or something. And it might be last night of the trip. Wow, you know me well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, them Nikes about to sell through the roof, too. To this to this day. <laughs> straight up. All right. Oh, the huh? AD Kobe's after death. Kobe's about to be a fool. Is that? Oh, damn! That's like foreshadowing. That's crazy. Yo, they at the Staples Center right now. Sorry, y'all. We got the. Uh, we just got the news coverage up, man. Uh, watching everything that's going on with Kobe. Um, let's see. Where we at? <laughs> what are you watching? Uh, I finished Aaron Hernandez. All right. Fuck. I- I did want to get to our corrections, but go ahead. Yeah, I finished that. Uh, I thought I was, I didn't even know it was only three episodes, so I only really had one episode left. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do take back what, uh, they were pushing that gay thing a little bit too much. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they really didn't touch on CTE as much as I thought they should have. It was like literally the last minute. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we looked at his brain, he had CTE, that's, that's, what's ma- that's what made him gay and kill. Yeah, I think that's what's going on <laughs> what? with AB right now, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that, is, that has been AD said. AB is losing his mind. Yeah, that nigga, um, not to get off too much off the topic, but when he came out of jail, he had on like a uh, a, a green ah, uh, I seen tuxedo. That. And then he went, to, the, the lawyer was telling him, hey, he AD, the, the car right. this way. Yeah, he car this way. Left. He just yeah, ran all the way. Something up with that dude. He on drugs, and he dropped a rap, like a song, and it sucked. It's and he dropped a video. Yeah. He shot a video for like, it. What is going on with AB, bro? In his work uniform. Yeah, he put on a fucking <laughs> Raiders jersey. Who like, shoots a video in their work you? uniform? Just, I think he already did Dancing with the Stars, but it's time for him to do a rebrand. It's time for him to do therapy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Man, Therapy. you call Charlemagne. <laughs> hurt people, hurt people, nigga. That's very true, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, the Aaron Hernandez documentary. I watched that. I just started Pose um, again because I, every time I try to start it, the opening scene would always deter me because the opening scene is like, yo, this ain't for me because it's the first. They it opens with them doing a ball, 
And I'm like, oh, nah, this ain't my city. But I got through that first part finally. And I'm like, oh, this shit got a good-ass storyline. It does have a great storyline. <laughs> you just got to get through that opening scene. Because, I mean, hey, I hate to sound homophobic, but that shit, I just it wasn't for me. Not, like, nah, these niggas out here doing some other shit. That's why I hate words like homophobic <laughs> and, and, and words like fuckboy. Yeah. Because those shits don't have good definition. Yeah. And so you feel like if something makes if something makes you uncomfortable, then that makes you phobic. But I feel like if it's not leading you to feelings of killing and hurting and discrimination yeah. and thing of that nature, it's just something yeah, that you don't vibe with. Fear. Yeah, it's it's just something you don't vibe like. Whoa, this ain't for me. Yeah. Now I think maybe if someone says they keep putting this gay shit on TV, that's a little bit of a phobia. That's a little that bit they of taking phobia. it over. They yeah. you feel like they're taking something over. Uh, but yeah, if it's just not you, it really ain't nothing to be scared, scared of. of. <laughs> just something you're not into, and, I, and and that's perfectly fine that you're not into it. Some people fuck with it, so I'm a fuck with you. All right, I'm a fuck with you. I I watched a little, I watched uh, most of the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got to the part where she's starting to. Well, I don't know how far you got. So I'm, I, I, I watched the most first of the season. So I got to the part where she's trying to start her own house. Oh, okay. and I think um, your boy found out his boyfriend uh, that he had the one night stand with or whatever. Think they only get HIV? Nah, they they go get tested. Yeah, uh, they go get what's tested. What's it called? Get HIV. Um, Billy Porter's character. Oh yes, yes, but he already has it from the jump, right? Yeah, but he just didn't know because he said he stopped getting tested, and then they go. Oh, and there. he was trying to date. Yes, yeah, and they all go get tested yes. together. Yes, he was. He was trying to date, yeah. and he was having trouble. Man, I, one that. thing I can say about that show is that boy Billy Porter can act. Oh yeah, he does an excellent job. Yeah, on that fucking like show. he he does a really good job on that show. Because when I seen him in American Horror Story, I was like, yeah, he just a regular ass nigga actor. But uh, when I on that show, he really get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On that, but that's more his element, though. If yeah. you think about it, like he's good on that show because that's his element. So. Yeah. Um, another thing for the Aaron Hernandez documentary we did have wrong last week. I was halfway watching part three. I fucked around and watched part three again. So he was found out guilty of the double murder in Florida and found yeah. guilty of the murder that he committed in Boston. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I still stand with you. It's still disgusting the way that they really used this shit to out him, and there was nobody there to stick up for Aaron. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, and I'm not saying that the people who did a documentary, I think they did a good job at the doc. It's just helpful to have somebody there to speak for him, you yeah. know, to or at sp- least to be like, I don't think Aaron Gay, or at least to have have <laughs> not, someone say that. Not or- even that. Like I said, even if he, even if you, even if you're in the, in the belief that he's gay, it's just that you know, to have somebody attest to something, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That like I, like I said last week, I know we say it jokingly, but if that's something he experimented as an adolescent, as a youth, we don't know if he grew up and continued that lifestyle. We don't know what happened as he grew up. And we won't know. We're just taking your word for it that he had a boyfriend in jail. We're taking your word for it that this quarterback kid was his lover. Like, I don't believe that was his, I don't believe that was his sole lover. Yeah. I don't think because and Arrow, I think Arrow they did it for class nigga. Why the hell he want that like, little gay? I mean, that's hard. They were that little white. He <laughs> <laughs> was wimpy to me. Yeah, and and like I said, I, he seemed super thirsty for attention on this documentary. And yeah. shout out to the offensive lineman that had nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, like <laughs> why are you here? This nigga got his opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like a power bottom too. <laughs> um, also, uh, I sat here so. Last Saturday, I sat here and um, really 
was consuming a lot of shit on the tube and I was able to watch A Fall From Grace. Yes, as, sir. You, as you all know, I'm a big Tyler Perry fan, so I couldn't wait for this movie. And I'm going to say for me, I wasn't disappointed. It entertained me, but apparently everybody's a fucking critic and movie buff. <laughs> so it was funny. It was a good movie. It was. It, it wasn't I what I expected it. from Tyler Perry. Honestly, I was like, "All right, that's pretty good." Yes, that's it. But you know, we you know how we do as black people. We gotta tear it up. <laughs> we gotta tear it up, man. We gotta tear it up. The Yo, wig, people was going in on the wigs. On the wigs. Um, they were going in on the fact that the black man, the dark skinned black man, was the bad guy, and the light skinned black guy was the hero, the savior, the police officer. This is my rebuttal to that. If I'm making a movie. A black-ass movie with black-ass people, what do you expect here? And I don't think the light-skinned guy was the savior 1,000%. His dark-skinned wife was the savior. She won the case. Yeah. He went in there to save his woman. Yeah. <laughs> Not save yeah. nobody else. I wanted to save my girl who well, just he, so happened to be darker than me. Yeah, and he saved the people that was tied up. It wasn't for them. They would have got away with it. And so actually, Tyler did a great job because now instead of having a white savior, the white people had a black savior. Yeah, just a light skinned savior. Yeah, and I don't see anything wrong with. I, I want the baby. I want the baby to jump in and save it sometime. You want the baby to jump yeah. in and save it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the baby would have hit that nigga one time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> Fuck out here Boy pussy ass nigga, nigga. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga Dolo <laughs> By myself <laughs> Hey man Um. Okay what were the other takeaways Uh. And then the shit you sent me About the the hair changing Yo that shit had me dying like, Yeah they, they really didn't catch that Like who was the fucking <laughs> Who was the person that's like Let's go through and proofread all this shit Yo man, I at first I thought she said something grammatically incorrect yeah. and nobody caught it. But somebody hit me and was like, No, it's the hair. Yeah. And then the I look, I say the hair changed three times. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, how many times y'all film that shit? <laughs> it's like we're gonna need you to come back in and um shoot that scene where she's talking to you. Uh, <laughs> like that okay. shit was not I mean, I guess she was telling a story. That was an important part when she goes back and tells the story. If black people took this much time and analyzed white movies, maybe there'll be some equality here. Probably. Like, these niggas ain't analyzed That's just how we a do. damn thing. Hey, crabs in a bucket, bro. We like to bring each other down. <laughs> That's naturally how it goes. Even if we trying to be funny, it's like we still gonna bring this shit down. And another thing that pissed me off was why Tyler Perry always gotta make the black man do XYZ to the black woman like people. That's He's real. only using black people in the movie. That's true. What else can he do? And, 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 and if you, spoiler alert, I mean, and he's only... Like the black guy in the movie, he's only using black people in the movie. But on top of that, the the black guy is not like this. He's not a symbol for dating or anything. This was this wasn't a romanticized movie. This was a suspense thriller. So he almost mimics like a killer. Yeah. So if you, if you have to compare this movie to something, he would be Jason Voorhees in in Friday the Thirteenth One. And the mother would be the actual killer because in Friday the 13th one, the mother's the killer trying to resurrect Jason. Yeah. So we can kind of spin it like this. He didn't kill anybody, but she was going to kill to to survive, you know, and she did survive. Yeah. But I yeah. won't run all yeah, of it. Go out there and watch the movie. Spoilers. 
<laughs> late in the game. We late in the game, us. but fuck it. If y'all ain't seen that shit by now, y'all not interested. Yeah, you know how black people is. Yeah, what y'all waiting on? We fuck it up for you. That shit was on the internet all week. Like, you yeah. should have been watching like that Bird shit. Box. That shit was the internet was for, forcing Bird Box like people to watch Bird Box. Yo, Bird Box pissed me the fuck about. off. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Bird. I was like, Yo, cuz we gotta watch Bird Box. <laughs> I, I like Bird Box. I thought it was a good movie. <sighs> it it was entertaining. Yeah. It was entertaining. So it did its job. That's a white movie we tore apart. Well, we really didn't. We just we didn't. We yeah. just we just fucked we with doing it bird heavy. box memes. Yeah, we just fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we just fuck with it heavy. <laughs> oh man, anything else you watching? Uh, nah, man. CrossFit had a tournament this weekend, so I watched that all weekend. Okay, how was it? It was pretty good, man. They still people. So now they changed the CrossFit rules. It used to be they do the CrossFit Open at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and the people that the top forty people from the Open qualify for the games later in the year. Okay, but now they're trying to make more CrossFit like regional events. Mm-hmm. So now you got to qualify by winning a regional event for the the big games at the end of the year. So now it's going to be more events throughout the year, and you can choose to uh, participate in them, mm. and you have to finish a certain place in that event to qualify so they they basically trying to b- grow the sport by putting more events out instead of just having to open in the game so now they got different events throughout the year that'll help you qualify for the game so is did was those the big games that's on espn you watch or just no the games are um in september okay. these are this was a qualifier i never understood a workout competition yeah it's more like track and field that the way they the way they break it down but we're repping shit yeah, yeah, with reps or sometimes like the, the first event they had to run um, two five k's. Um, so but like I, you run five k, take a break. Yeah, so you run a five k and then you do a cycle five k. Oh. that was like the first event. Um, but pretty much it's, now, yeah, it's that, like a workout. That that's more so a competition because who can finish this first? Yeah. But who can finish ten push up first? Like I'm I'm not with that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not. I know it's more than that. Yeah, they way to design it. Like they'll have they had one workout where it was, um, you would do thirty double unders, and then you would have to go do, um, and they would like increase the weight as they do this. But then you would do uh, cleans. Like they start at one fifteen until you got to the end, which was one seventy five. Uh, yeah, but every time you finish that clean that that weight, you have to go back and do thirty double unders, run up. I mean, so I'm tired now. Oh, they be them guys though are so in shape is 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 out of this world. Like they, yeah, like, I can imagine. I would want to see their heart rate because they just be chilling. They'll do an interview right afterwards. I've no, I've watched the shit. <laughs> yeah, like, they, I, I've watched the shit on ESPN. I follow a couple CrossFitters, so yeah. I've watched them like when they go out there and do events, and they show like their replay. Like one of the girls I follow, she's she's African. The last name is a uh, um, it's long, but you are you. Wale? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wale, I, I follow her. her. She don't compete no more, though. She don't compete no more. She don't compete no more. Yeah. But I just started following her because I thought I thought it was amazing what she was doing. Me personally, no. I, I'm more of a... I do the 5K shit. Yeah. But just the 5K. I don't know about getting on that bike, that wind bike and doing 5K. Yeah, they do that shit, too. That, that, shit. that shit is crazy, So man. I could imagine somebody's stamina, like, who does that shit on yeah. the regular. There's money to be made in that shit, though. That's true. Nike just invested heavy into it. Really? Yeah, they got the best crossfitter in the world is uh, Matt Fraser. He won four in a row right now, and Nike gave him his own line. (laughs) Speaking of stock tip, um, Mm -hmm. late stock tip, this summer I was looking to buy some Nike. It was $60. Um, Now it's up to $105. Damn. 
So I don't know You guys I used to be a sneakerhead Still am a sneakerhead But if any young people Listen to this And you camp out for sneakers Make sure for every pair of sneakers You buy You buy you buy some stock Because I feel like That stock is gonna hit Apple prices It should day. Nike I Eventually. mean the sneaker business is, Keeps growing It's growing On top of the fact That it's growing Like Nike is growing Like they are the Major league baseball Suppliers of the uniform Now, now they yeah. have that contract So Damn they do I, Yeah I, It's like I cannot I wait baseball to Baseball was I thought the teams Got to choose Who they wanted to Um Use But I know some people I mean it probably has changed From what I understand Nike got the contract this year So starting this year They'll be Nike Because football used to be like that Football The team Used to could choose uh, Who they use Because you would have like Wilson You would have uh, Spalding They started doing exclusive deals With these uh, Sneaker companies Or athletic companies Because Reebok had it one year Nike had it Has it now Nike's pretty much got it on lock They they got all the major sports With this one Yeah and now they got they baseball, got Nike. they got football. And I think they make the most quality workout gear. But I heard of, yeah. Under Armour is the is a good one too. Yeah, they put a lot of work into that stuff. Um, like technology wise, Nike does. They research and development is really good. And I think that's why a lot of uh, organizations work with them. Got you. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. No, I am with you. The only other one I heard that was worth competing with was uh Under Armour. Yeah. So But um Yeah, man, that's all I had in music and entertainment, man. We're gonna go ahead and dive into this roundup. Uh, this week on your timelines, Dolly Parton challenge. Did you participate? I didn't participate, but I did look through some old pictures of me and realize how fat I used to be. <laughs> I was thinking about yeah. uh, uh, doing it, doing like, it. Oh hell, man! I can't believe I let myself go this much. But that's what happens. Yeah. Like that's a part of life. Yeah, it is. I was like, yo, I was a fucking fat nigga. Like that is definitely a part of life. It's gonna happen. No getting around it. Um, I just look like a lazy piece of shit. I was sitting there. I was holding Robin, laying down, my gut hanging out over my pants and shit. And now that shit is like gone. You try to imagine having one. Like, how yeah, did I have all of that. Yeah, exactly. That shit weird <laughs> to me. Um, did you? Did, was there any notable ones? Yeah, man. I enjoyed. Um, Billy Porter had a very good one. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of him, he had a very good one. Uh, but. Of course, he's a uh, he's a gay man, so he had grinder instead of tinder on his. Oprah had a good one. Ellen had a good one. Uh, but that's, that's, I like when they do stuff like that. Those are the challenges I like to see. I liked two chains of his dog Trappy. Oh yeah, that was dope. I did see that one. I like the ones of the dogs. Um, and I like ones people was making for like Ellen and shit. Ellen had a nice one. Yeah. So I like those. Um, also this week. On the timelines, Mr. Peanut died. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut is the uh, logo. Oh, <laughs> shit, I always do the wrong one. Just, just yeah, moment. Yeah, all right, yeah, moment of silence for Mr. Peanut. Right. Uh, he's the logo and the mascot for Planters. This is a peanut co- or a nut company. You might eat some cashews and things like that from them, and you mm-hmm. will see Mr. Peanut on the uh, cover of those. Uh, Mr. Peanut died in a commercial. He fell off a cliff. Uh, it it, it kind of like people was getting pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> people was really pissed about this. Oh uh, man, what was the message? Uh, well, some people were saying it's a it's a symbol that uh, corporate America would kill off anything to save the people in higher power. So basically, um, how they condense the workforce <laughs> so the CEO can get get his ten million dollar um bonus every year. Get deep. You niggas is deep. People get deep. You niggas shit. is deep. I would like niggas to like get inside I and get deep too. 
<laughs> Whoa. Um, I would like niggas to like get inside some shit and find out it's not that deep and and like record their, their reaction. Yeah. Like, nah, bro. Oh yeah, like if they could actually show them, all right, so this is where the Illuminati headquarters is and it's like some trailer park trash shit. Yeah, it's like some bullshit. Yeah. It's like <laughs> man. Motherfucking working on like an old Apple computer. They probably co- come ho- go home and on the drive home come up with some more deep shit. <laughs> yeah. See that was just the outskirts of what they wanted yeah, us to see. see. You see why they didn't open up that locker? That's where everything was at. That's where they got Kanye mama body Cause he gave it to him But nah <laughs> um, Anti-government man Kills a pro-Trump manager This shit was sick Nikki sent it to the group um, A news story of a young 28 year old man With a 28 year old boss Ended up killing his boss In Florida With a trowel now, I didn't know what a trowel was, and I thought ABC made a mistake. But a trowel is one of those things you lose on a construction site to kind of smooth out concrete. He stabbed this man after their argument. This guy was a pro-Trump supporter, but it wasn't one of those stabbings like, I'm killing you because you rock with Trump and I rock with the other guy. He's just anti-government, so he could have been rocking with Bernie yeah. Sanders. He probably would have got stabbed. But, um, yeah, man, this dude um, happened in Orange County. Let me see. This is sick. Stole a, after he killed him, he stole a white pickup truck and fled the scene. 28 years old, man. Uh, he's rele- he has been arrested and taken into custody. So he's been held without bond. Um, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's really not. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's never worth it. Now, you want to talk about terrorism. That was terrorism. Uh, that shit they talk about. Uh they won't call it terrorism. But yeah, because it's a white guy. Yeah, but that, now that's terrorism. <laughs> Anti-government versus government. But anyway. Um, also, man, there was a video this week on the timelines of Orlando Brown. Now, if y'all know who Orlando Brown is, a lot of you niggas just say I look like him in high school. I fucked y'all niggas up. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Orlando Brown used to play on That's So Raven. Um, yeah, he was in Major Pain. And he was, yeah, he was 3J on uh, Family Matters. Yeah. Um, Orlando Brown has been, you know, documented as drug use. You've seen him on, I think it was Dr. Phil, where he was trying to, like, yeah. he was talking to that nigga, said, I ain't got no babies. Then he said, I got babies. And he said, I ain't got no babies. But anyway. Um, but apparently, Orlando, Orlando Brown was walking around. I get, it sounds like Target in the background. And he was talking in the camera. And he said, Yo, Nick, man. All right, nigga. I'll let him know, man. He sucked my dick. <laughs> and it was good, too. <laughs> I think that's the part that got Yeah. Me. <laughs> Probably Nick Cannon out here sucking some good dick. <laughs> He's like, it was, it, it was good too. You know, so I let you suck my dick. I liked it. That's what he said. And so, well, um, that shit is true. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they about the same age? Probably, I would think so. Okay, so I mean. We won't believe Orlando Brown because he's on drugs and yeah. crazy and he just be talking out the side of his neck. But I'm with you. When I read it, I said, could be true. We don't don't expect Nick to tell you he sucked his dick. Nah, Nick tried to post some like nice message about how Hollywood destroys a young man and Demonic stuff like that. Hollywood destroying yeah. the people and people sound not like having a nigga your that back. just sucks some dick. Yeah, it sounds like a nigga <laughs> that really got bro five pages on the Instagram post yeah, for this nigga. You're like, bro, especially for that, I wouldn't even. I would have just commented on the post like, laugh out loud. You tripping, yeah. bro? You tripping? <laughs> I would have put laugh out loud, all cap, something. Yeah. But I'm not nah, going to create a separate post. Yeah, Nick might have sucked that nigga dick now. That about <laughs> just, he went way into too much detail to how to act like he did. Hey, man, I don't know, man. Come on now, man. Just real quick. <laughs> I, want, I just want to know what it feels like to suck a dick. 
Right, then. Don't tell Raven. <laughs> Damn, this shit pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. You know he what? Said, that wasn't that bad. He said, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nick Cannon, man, for having some skills, yeah, man. Yeah. Shut up, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Confessions on the video, Vixen. Uh, I should put this in music and entertainment, but it looks like Monique finally got a special on Showtime. So um, that comes out next month. Shout out to Monique out here. So I guess I'll subscribe or do some way. Somebody got a Showtime password. Hit us up, kickshippot at gmail.com. I do <laughs> want to see Ashley Larry. Yeah. Uh, Terry Crews was in the news this week. Now, I ain't seen or heard from Terry Crews. I ain't seen this nigga in a movie. Yeah, I don't really see him pop up on my timeline. So to hear this nigga... Uh, speak so vividly about his experiment at America's Got Talent, saying that his, his, his he hasn't had an uh, experience with race. It was one of the most diverse staffs that he's ever, actually ever been on in Hollywood. He spoke praises of America's Got Talent when asked by uh, it was a Good Morning America team yeah. about uh, Gabrielle Union and why she left and her complaints and is he undergoing any any of the same things? And he said no. Um, I watched that shit and I said, "Look at this nigga Sambo tap dancing." Yeah, he really was. You were tap dancing all up and down this motherfucking topic. Like, come on, B. Um, Gabby did respond on online. Um, she made some good points. He, she said, "Although you may see a staff that is diverse, those people making the decisions and the staff above them is not so diverse. The people in the makeup room are not so diverse." And she went on to just tell the different places that were not diverse. And, if you know, she said she was waiting for the investigation to end before yeah. she spoke out. But she felt like since you want to speak out now, then we'll start speaking. But, uh, yeah, it seems like a, um, a it seemed like they would just that's because today's show is an NBC show. And then America's Got Talent is an NBC show. Oh. So it seems like they was like, let's put a black person up there that everybody loves and thinks it's funny. Terry Crews to say that, hey, we, um. You know, I don't experience the same things she experienced. I don't know what she's talking about. Sound like some corporate bullshit, bro. They like, let's just cover her up by sticking this black guy out here that's safe. If I was Terry, I would have just been like, you know what? I'm not sure. Um, her situation, I haven't spoken to her. Didn't it? Cannon leave America Got Talent? Uh, he did, but he got a bigger check somewhere else. Mm. No, he's still on there. He oh, might okay. still be on there. But I, all I know is, um, all I know is I wouldn't have spoken to it. I was just like, listen, that's between. Um, I don't. I don't know what Gabby's going through. I haven't experienced anything personally, but um, I, you know, I still stand with her. Um, in her, in her, um, in her decision she made. And if I do encounter anything, I'm right there back with her. I don't think he should not take a job because of her experience. That yeah, her experience sure. is more like, hey, if you're going over there, that's how they are. So FYI. But I'm not gonna take the moment and say no, no, no. I was just kind of try to defer it, like you know, that's that's Gabby's experience. Um, I can't really speak to her experience, and I'm not going to speak to her experience. So next question, <laughs> that would have been it. <laughs> so, but he went. He felt the need to elaborate and smile and cheese and oh no, nah, these are some of the best white folks I ever yeah. worked for, sir. He been doing that shit because he was on that Me Too shit too. Exactly, like everybody stuck up for you when yeah. you was getting your dick grabbed and you yeah. 275 pounds. Exactly. If you don't choke a white man and shut the fuck up, like come on, man. Like now, that nigga got I, phobia. He's scared of white people. He's scared that <laughs> they're gonna take away all the things that he's he's earned in life. So he, now I agree with that. I yeah. can see that now. Yeah, I couldn't see that then, but I can see that now. Yeah, he's scared that they're gonna take away all the things that he's earned in life, 
through his hard work and his dedication, he believes that the white man can take Listen. that from him. So he's willing to do what it takes to keep that. So if you want to, but you wanted to speak up because you got your dick. That's right. a coon, pretty much. That's a coon. According to Dr. Umar. That is a coon. That is a coon. Yeah. That is a coon. 1,000%. Oh, man, drop that knowledge, nigga. All right, man. Tell me about R. Kelly's hernia. Oh, yeah. So R. Kelly had a court date this week, but he missed it. All right. And uh, Kels has been missing a lot of court dates. <laughs> he missed the court date uh, last year for a toe infection. And uh, this time he missed the court date because he had hernia surgery. Um, I don't know how this nigga got a hernia in jail. He might have been trying to lift something and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Probably try to lift the nigga up off of him. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he missed court uh, because he had hernia surgery. So y'all keep R. Kelly in y'all prayers. <laughs> I hope he get over that hernia soon and get back in court. Oh, man. Um, before we wrap this up, man, there was a video of a uh, former basketball player, uh, LeBron James' mom's ex-boyfriend, Delonte West. <laughs> I'm sorry, yo. I'm joking. Nah, um, that's crazy. Um... Yeah, but former basketball player Delonte West was uh, seen. It looks like looking. He looks homeless. Um, he looks like he's on drugs, but they don't say he's on drugs. They say he's been battling some mental issues. I think he was seen on the streets of Houston fighting with another man. But uh, the reason why I think it went viral because I think the police officers beat him up. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, because he was fighting another dude. And then the police officer recorded that. Police officers, the officer's been suspended. So, yeah, he's suspended. He's under investigation. Um, so that was buzzing on the timeline. Yeah, he looks this week. bad, man. I was trying to compare the tattoos. I can barely compare them. Yeah. But if that's Delonte, man, prayers up for but him. But they say man. he had, like, mental health issues. That's why a lot of people end up being homeless and on drugs because of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said he's just really bad at it. But I'm like, damn, man, all these people in the NBA just played with him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to tell people how to spend their money. But you would think somebody would be like, yo, man, let's put him in a house. Let's get him some help. Get him help that he needs. Because everybody was on Twitter saying stuff like that, basketball players. But who's going to be the one to step up and be like, hey, man, I saw you out here on the news. I want to get you some help, Delonte, instead of tweeting about it. That's, um, nah, I'm with you. And that's that's unfortunate. They they took the Twitter and they they had an action to get a call. Some of the athletes, some of the people he played with said, yo, it's not funny, you know. Somebody said, actually, like, let me know if y'all find him. I want to, you know, I want to help. Yeah. I don't really know how you help somebody in that in that type of situation, dealing with mental issues. Me like, either. Is there an institution you put them in? Like, I'm, I'm not the I best would think you that. just have to get them off the streets is the main thing, and then get them somewhere where they can't do the things that they're doing. And get them some help? Yeah. That's sad. Man. I mean, it's just like an addiction. You got to get them away from the source. Mm. I send prayers up for that, man. We watch these people on TV and we think they had the greatest lives. Yeah, exactly. And, and reality is, it ain't Monte like that. had a pretty good career. Uh, he did. He, he was able to play. Yeah, he yeah. played like I think five or six seasons. I mean, the average career is three. So if you beating three, yeah, he should be getting a check. Oh, it's a check. Because I think they got a uh, pension in the NBA. You got to play a certain amount of seasons. Yeah, they get a pension. They get a pension in all the sports. They get a good pension. But um. Yeah, man. Um, sticking to the NBA, man. Zion finally touched the fucking court. Zion. Shout out to Zion, Big man. Solid country motherfucker. Yes. That yeah. nigga is big. He's big. I still don't see him being LeBron. Well, yeah. But it's yet to be seen. I, I think Blake Griffin is more Blake his Griffin. speed. 
Blake Griffin uh, was dope. But, I mean, he's just he's, – he's very athletic. He's very strong and powerful. And if you can somehow mold his basketball talent mm-hmm. and he has some kind of drive, he could be stupid in this league. He could be. Yeah. That's he, the – that's the determining factor in basketball, yeah. any sport. Drive. Do you yeah. have the drive to be great? Yeah. Do like you have the drive how, to be good? How much good? film does he watch? Like stuff like that. Is he first one in the gym, last one out? The great Kobe Bryant said um, in a quote about his work ethic. He said, "If you think about uh, the game of basketball, and you count the countless amount of hours that I put into it." He said, I played basketball so much that even in my third season, somebody in the exact same season, I've put in more time to the game than them. Yeah. I've played more hours than they played, so therefore I'm already better than they are. I've put the time in. So that's really what separates the men from the boys. Yeah. Do you literally wait to the season to play? And to be honest, you know those guys. Those guys, you know, they come and go. You say, hey, what happened to uh, Trey Burke? Uh Hey, what happened to um shit? I can't think of anybody off the top of the dome right now. Hey, what happened to this guy or that guy? Um, I think when we see guys who play three, four, five seasons in the NBA, man, it's just that they're dedicated to their health and they're dedicated to learning the game and trying to be better every year, season in, season out. Yeah. Because everybody, you, you playing with niggas on your level now. That is true, and you can't like distractions get to you, man. Yeah. Pussy being one of chasing ass every night. That's why J.R. Smith ain't playing. I'm about to say, right J.R. Smith's a prime example. Like, yeah. J.R. Smith had a lot of promise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, you see where talent gets you. Talent can only get you but so far, but talent won't sustain a career. I mean, guys like Kobe pay 20 years because it's more than talent. Yeah. Guys like LeBron are 35 playing a game that they've been playing since they was 18 because it's more than talent. It's really, literally what did you do outside of those 48 minutes you played? Yeah, that's it, it. really is. That's what separates you. So really Zion is, got the work ethic, we'll see it. And, you know, a matter of fact, we should be seeing We should have been seeing it as he was injured. Yeah. Well, they said he put on 25 pounds of muscle. <laughs> <laughs> that boy don't need to eat no more. <laughs> he probably liked that part. They, they might be trying to do some hybrid super shack power forward type shit with this nigga like yeah the movable you know what i'm saying damn yo who sneakers is them uh, i don't know and gianna kobe and gianna all right man i ain't gonna get too far off topic you got a bad baby update this week yeah man bad baby's back on instagram <laughs> <laughs> uh she's actually caught up in some controversy with chief keith and chief keith's baby mama uh apparently she was at chief keep Cri- chief keep crib Chief Keith Crib chilling. <laughs> Try to say that shit <laughs> five times fast. She was at Chief Keith Crib. She was at Chief Keith's crib chilling, um, and uh, people pointed it out. And so Chief Keith's baby mom was like, "Oh, but you can't come see your kids, but you can go hang with this white bitch." Uh, you know it ain't like that, baby. <laughs> shit, I was in the hey, studio. Yeah, we make yeah. a new song, baby. Uh, baby mama, that's that shit I don't, don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, man. So bad baby still out here in these streets, snatching up these grown men for some reason. Y'all still fuck with her. That is nasty. Damn. Even what, what though she's ugh. sixteen, y'all yeah, still have bad baby laying in y'all bed and chilling in your bedroom. Ain't nothing wrong with a little, little bit of fifteen year old pussy, my nigga. Vib. Yeah, they love her white ass. Everything is wrong with it. Um, Super Bowl predictions. Mm, I want. I'm gonna go with the the Forty ers even though I don't like them. I like Mahomes. But usually the team that I cheer for loses, so I'm trying to do something better this year. Okay. Because I want Mahomes to win, so I'm going to go for the 49ers. Uh, last year, I just spent uh, the whole night picking on Jared Goff because I knew he would lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
this year uh, definitely riding with the black guy. So Mahomes got my vote. I got you. Uh, but I will be just spectating um, and just getting ready for seven seasons of trash out of my Panthers. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that Luke Kuechly shit still still tearing. Still me, fucking bro. with me, man. It's been yeah. a tough January, man. Yeah, this man. January has been there's been some news getting dropped all January, man. So um, you gotta find a positive and keep pushing. Uh, other than that, man, we're going to dive into Miss Nikki's Corner this week, the educational segment of the show. Uh, I haven't had to do this in weeks. Who yet? Uh, what up? Oh. Uh. All right, so um, I thought this would be an interesting topic uh, to provide some information to people out there that listen to the show week in and week out. Um, if you know anything about me and Johnny, we are in the gym regularly. And when you're in the gym a lot, recovery is important. Um, and some of the ways people use to recover, rest, massages, relaxations. But when you beat your body up so much, sometimes you endure a little soreness. You do a little pain um, Like I say Some people do rest Some just you know Laying down Taking the day off Some do people invest in massages And things of that nature um, But one of the many ways That athletes use are, uh, Is marijuana um, Some use THC marijuana Which uh, definitely helps out uh, As far as Helping the body recoup And relaxing you But there's also One without the psychoactive effect And that's called CBD uh, CBD is popular Amongst a lot of people right now It's all the health craze And for those who are interested In trying it or for those who are interested In investing in it um, Or seeing if it could help them with any Of their ailments or anything that they're dealing with um, I figured I would present it today I actually suggested it a few years Back to Nikki um, to, to help her with some things as far as like getting sleep And anxiety and things of those nature Because uh, I did a little research on it so far Our listening audience who asking uh, What is CBD um, Johnny, do you have any idea what it is? Mm, I've heard a lot about it. I know it's like it's weed, but they take the THC out of it, right, and just use the the THC. I mean, the CBD. Yeah, so it's it's uh it comes from the hemp plant. The hemp yeah. plant is hemp is uh actually not the same as the THC that we smoke. Um, now I've tried both uh for relaxation. I've tried you know regular marijuana with THC, and I've tried CBD. Some CBD does have uh, a little bit of THC in it. Um, CBD is a cannabidiol, and it works on the can- endocannabinoid system in the body and brains in the in the body, and it's the brain's main balancing system. So it's a natural su- occurring substance that works with a natural system in your body. Um, now some of its uses are for pain relief. Studies have shown that CBD can help reduce chronic pain by impacting that endocannabinoid receptor activity, reducing inflammation and interacting with neurotransmitter in the bodies. It also can help with, uh, reducing anxiety and depression. So CBD and the ability to act on the brain's receptors for serotonin and the neurotransmitters in the brain that regulate mood and behavior. Behavior. So that's how it would help you with your anxiety or your depression. You know, that's also been known to alleviate cancer-related systems. 
uh, symptoms and has been shown to reduce acne um, due to its anti-inflammatory properties. And uh, it also has neuro, has neuro pro, and I can't pronounce that neuroprotective properties. And that would help with like seizures and epilepsy and things of that mm. nature. Um, we got patients at my job that actually yeah. use it because they have frequent seizures. And actually, um, the seizures and the epilepsy are some of the things that have been shown through research, through medical research, that it actually does help with. As far as like pain, anxiety, and things of those natures, they don't have enough medical backing to say that it works 100%. So it's up to the person to try it. Yeah, that and, shit. Figure it out. It's so expensive to me though, because I really want to try. It's one that's called Charlotte's Web. A pro, uh, that's company. a good one. Yeah. So that's a good company. And I looked at them because I was like, if I'm gonna do it, I don't want to go to like the little CBD shop on the corner because they probably selling some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to get. I went to Charlotte Webb's website, and I'm like, damn, because I wanted the body rub for after workouts and stuff. Yes, and that's just yes. like thirty five dollars for like a little six ounce can. So it is. It is expensive. Um, but they say um, with CBD. You got to do your own personal research, which I see you kind of did. Yeah. Because it's not 100% FDA regulated the way it is. A lot of times with CBD, the um, amount of CBD in a product is not always accurate. So when you're doing your research, you want to make you want to look for third party reviews and you want to make sure it's been tested by a credible third party as well. So what you're, the information you're getting on that bottle is 100% true. CBD usage is no different than going to the vitamin store and buying vitamins. Vitamins are another product that people use and they rely on. Yeah. But there's nothing reg to regulate to say that you're getting the vitamin True. D or the zinc that you need yeah. because they have looser regulations on those products. So it's all about when it comes to vitamins and minerals and things like CBD, it's literally about researching that brand, uh, researching the product you're getting, reading the reviews and making sure you're making the right choice for yourself. Yeah. I wonder if uh, CBD is like USADA approved. Those are the people that like regulate the Olympics and shit. Hmm. I wonder if, this, if they have like CBD approved companies because that's why like with vitamins and shit, I know if you go to the USADA website, they'll let you know like the legit ones that they approve of because a lot of those uh, companies be tainting their supplements and stuff like yes. that with steroids. Yes. And uh, that's why you know guys like athletes and stuff get popped yeah because they think they taking vitamins but they taking tainted vitamins and now they they fill a drug test for steroids same thing we've been notified at our job if you're using cbd um one of, one of the great things i know about uh i've learned about cbd you do want to see if there's any active tac component in it because yeah. if your job is going to drug test you and you, all you've been using is cbd you can still fail the drug test if there's any amounts of oh, trace amounts of THC yeah. so in it can that be product. To CBD products with THC. Yeah, yeah. So it's important that you research and read the label because that stuff should be reported and and it should be reported accurately. And sometimes the amount of CBD to THC uh, in a product is not always accurately reported. So that's crazy. That's something you have to be aware of as to uh, as well. Uh, what we've mentioned also on here, you could take oils. Uh, droplets under the mouth um you can also consume it by smoking it oh yeah i did the drops at the uh what's that spot over there the seventh uh, street ah uh, yeah yeah i used yeah. to get they drops seventh street to go to sleep yeah. yeah and did did you uh did did it help yeah it did it did i still like melatonin okay but uh yeah it helped it definitely helped and did it ease anything else you feel when you tried it hmm. that's the thing i don't know because um I don't know if it helped that part of my life or not, like stress and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I would have to take it more 
I don't think it's one of those things like an immediate fix, but I think over time it probably would help. That's but, what they say. Yeah, I just had, like, I only bought a few shots, and it did help me sleep, but I just stuck with the melatonin. They say that, because melatonin is also a cheaper option. Yeah. But they also say that you have to build up, build it up in your system as well, as far as, like, is it going to um, help with certain ailments that you're having so sometimes they say that's why you may not see immediate result sometimes you might have to find your dosage yeah um another way to take it is gummies and chocolates they also have lotions they also have vape oils and tropical creams so these are some of the ways that people consume cbd um you like i say we are kind of covered how you know if it's really working but you can find it uh online and you can also find it at any local CBD shop if you have CBD for sale. I know you can find CBD at the vitamin shop, the actual yeah. vitamin shop, the store. Shit, the fucking gas station sell that shit now. Yeah, so and that's why it's important <laughs> to do your research on these products to see exactly um, what you're getting and has anybody tried it and did it work for their elements and things of that nature. So that was uh, what I wanted to touch on. You got any questions for me? Uh shoot man Not really Now do you You use any of the rubs at all I haven't tried any of the rubs I've been suggested the rubs And yeah. I have a co-worker She has used the rubs on her And she say they work great Um, yeah. They help her out with pain In certain areas So she uses the lotions Um, From Barry's Farms Okay I've heard of them So Barry's Farms Barry's Farms is just a reputable place For anybody that's in the holistic medicine Yeah Um, If you live in the Charlotte area You're in the holistic medicines uh, any uh, natural treatments uh, You're vegan or anything like that Barry's Farms is a great place to go And they also have an alkaline water thing So oh, you yeah. can fill up your alkaline You can fill up a jug with alkaline water there They sell alkaline yeah, I think it's uh, like a water dollar It's like a dollar to fill up They give yeah. you a punch card And if you get like five punches You get a free gallon Yeah my boy so, uh, Charles used to go up there And he used to take the gallons up there for me Yeah yeah and yeah fill me up It's on my way to work And it's on my way home from work So it's definitely worth the investment um, I feel like our health is worth our investment With this being January With this being a month that people really dive into their health I think marijuana and hemp Get such a bad review But like anything yeah. You gotta realize like anything can be used For good and anything can be used for evil And anything can be overused Like they tell you a glass of red wine Is good for you to go to bed That don't mean drink the bottle <laughs> That's true <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I've been drinking wine at night too I've been trying to add that to my regimen so and and like I said, they tell you that you know CBD will help or THC may help this. That don't mean smoke five, six, seven, eight times a day. But yeah. if that's something you're into, that's just something you're into. Yeah. It just doesn't mean that. And some of these natural occurring things are very helpful. I know me as I get older, I I've never been a fan of traditional medicine and, and vaccinations and things of that nature. Because I don't know what I'm getting And I don't know what's in it So I'd rather go about things the more healthy way And the more I read on certain things I see how important it is to know about natural occurring medicines That can help Not maybe heal you But more so help yep. prevent sickness My mom always talks pain. to me about that She's like um, She says that and she, she, she talk about God a lot But she's like If God put us on this earth He would also put things on this earth Around us to heal us for certain things it's just we have to we have to look into it because it means a big earth. It is, it is, and, and and I always you always ask like, what's the purpose of things? Um, 
um, like I didn't know your mom was religious like that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, you, you always ask like my mom would always say, "What's the purpose of this?" Like when it comes to fruit, like I don't think people know. Like you, we, you're supposed to consume fruit when it's in season, yeah. and when it's not in season, you don't consume of that fruit. So in the summertime, where there's plenty of strawberries and blueberries and and raspberries, you consume it at that time. And I know a lot of people talk down on meat. It's the same way with like salmon and shit. Like yeah. if you're fishing during the seasons where those fish are are in season, that's when you eat that meat. Um, and I'm with your mom. I feel like everything does have a purpose. I think like like I said, when you research CBD and find out that it, it it's in co it's cohesive with a system that's in your body. Like this is. A part this works mm. with me. Yeah. Instead of a instead of you giving me a virus a chemical to, drug to or make something. me sick to build up because you know when they vaccinate you, they oh, put the virus yeah. in you. Yeah. So that that don't make sense. You putting a virus in me. Well, I mean it makes sense scientifically, but it doesn't make sense that you put a virus in me that's gonna get me sick. Cause I know back in the day you would get a flu shot, you would get the flu. You give yourself the flu to build yourself antibodies to prevent the flu. Makes sense. But here is another here's a naturally occurring something that I take that doesn't make me sick and works with a system that already exists in my body, even open up neurotransmitters and, and, and things like that in my body to make to make certain reactions as far as like physical, mental and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm with your mom. Everything has a purpose. Vitamin C from oranges, you know. Drink plenty of orange juice uh, I stopped drinking orange juice When I would get sick I would start eating oranges Getting the fiber And getting the nutrients And the vitamin C That I need So like Everything serves its purpose Um But Go ahead No, nah, I'm ready man I think uh I think the viewers <coughs> I think you uh Well listeners I think you uh Gave them something to think about man I'm definitely gonna go ahead And invest in the rub I just gotta stop being cheap no, I'm with you. I, I, I want to invest in the oil, and I want to invest in CMOS, like CMOS. Like oh, we've yeah. done our research on CMOS. We know that's something. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's not cheap now. either. Mike gave me some CMOS. Mike going to start selling it, man. My homeboy Mike going to start selling that CMOS. I'm definitely going to hit him up for some. Yeah, I need he he's making me, the jails. He made some for me, yeah. Okay. Um, and I've been putting it in my smoothies every morning. I definitely. Um, I, one thing I can say, uh, like, it's probably just like CB, CBD is going to take some time to really start seeing the changes. But one thing I can say is I've been regular as a motherfucker on that CMOS. Okay, cool. Nice, solid, long dookie. <laughs> that shit getting everything out the intestine. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. That's all I got for uh, Miss Nikki's Corner. Miss Nikki will be back next week. I know we told y'all that last week. But hit us up, man. Hit her up. If you got any ideas for the uh, corner, go ahead hit her up. It's... Uh, Miss New Bougie on Instagram. You can also hit up kickershitpod at gmail.com if you got any suggestions for the corner. Other than that, we're going to dive into the awards. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. That clip was after he beat my nigga Kobe. <laughs> Kobe got that revenge in game seven. Kobe was one for 47 in that shit, man. That, shit crazy. <laughs> that was the one time he was like, all right, man, I need to pass. Ron, you better hit this damn three. You better hit this shit. He hit the shot. Did we have a final real nigga of the week? Um, I was thinking Gabrielle Union. Oh, yeah. For, for defending herself Why against not? Terry Crews and uh, NBC. So I think that was I think that was very uh, brave of Gabby. A very real nigga is taking yeah. a stand uh, against uh, the powers that be instead of folding like Terry. Yeah. 
I, I like when uh people in Hollywood show you like I don't need your money. Yeah, you know, like, Terry got Caucasian phobia. Yeah, exactly. We have <laughs> discovered it today that he does. Um, this week the dunce medal goes out to shit. It goes out to Barry Lee Jones. Who is Barry Lee Jones? You ask. He's a father, and like my partner here, I'm a father. Um, and our kids don't do anything yet actively but his son wrestles and when his son used an illegal move when his son had a legal move used on him he felt the need to run out of the bleachers and tackle his opponent now this video is on the internet i may post it this week on our uh, uh instagram but when i say he tackled this man google him google barry lee jones tackling this man he ran full shit. speed and i'm talking about it looked like when the quarterback get blindside tackled so Barry Lee Jones has been arrested. Charges have been pressed. Oh, you, you, listen, I, I, you know, you go to the games, the little league games. You hear the parents; they get, you know, they get so up in a roar and they want to go out. Like these are kids, <laughs> All right? Yeah. And there's refs and coaches out yeah, there. Yeah, sit it's your people ass there down. To, <laughs> to maintain the games and for the kids' safety and things like that. But it's some parents are just like that, man. I remember I used to play. I played a lot of organized sports coming up and some parents are just retarded man like as fuck i had one guy he was upset because the uh, coach took his son out because he was he was throwing nothing but balls so he's like you keep walking people he do he took his son off the team I'm like, yo, he made a whole scene about this shit dunce ass like your son cannot pitch take yes, him home he's walking everybody take your son to the park and pitch with him yeah yeah obviously teach him what the only person on this field to think he's doing good Speaking of, speaking of baseball, they uh they got video. They're going to use videos in uh preseason for strikes. Oh, really? And fouls and shit. They're going to use cameras. Oh, that's what's up. So it'll tell the umpire what the cost oh, That kind of take away from the game. I don't like what? that. I don't like technology like that. Come on, man. You've watched the baseball game <laughs> and you see the strike. Yeah, and it's kind of like, like the nah. instant replay shit. That took a, like, that takes a lot, uh, it took a lot from the game. We eventually got used to it, but maybe we'll get used to this, but... I mean, if if it's a that's part of the game. If it's me. a clear strike though, and the ref is calling that shit a ball, yeah, come on. But that's man. like part of strategy too. It's like we know we have Joe Jeffries umping today, and he likes to he has a large strike zone. It's like so you know how to throw against that type of umpire. It takes away from the game a little bit in that aspect. You can know how to throw in questionable zones where maybe the ref has to, maybe the ump has to make the call, and the computer may call it this way. But maybe they have a zone where it's like, all right, we need a human to make this call because it's so close. So it's not gonna be. A, are they just going to bring it in occasionally, or it's going to be for everything? They didn't say for the season. They're uh, talking about for preseason right now, for spring training and preseason. Yeah. So we'll test it out. We'll see, man. Kind of like the NBA did with the instant replay this year, and then they ended up implementing it when the season started. Which I think it worked. And the NFL did the same thing for pass, pass interference. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, which I think we need. Sometimes you need that. need to take away from the human element. I mean, like with the Saints game last year, with that oh, yeah. clear pass interference. Like, you need to take away from the human element. Yeah. Um. Person of the week, man. Uh, we gave it to LeBron James, past Kobe Bryant as third all-time scoring on the all NBA's all-time scoring list. So we gave it to LBJ. Shout out to LBJ, man. He's having a, a hell of a career, yeah, um, man. LeBron. So, um, and that's another thing I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the ring argument when it comes to LeBron. That's going to be the argument. Because he's going to get four or five, and I don't want to hear anything about yeah, it. He's, he's still got, better he's than got, what three right now. Yeah, he's still a great player. Yeah, he really is. He's got four MVPs. I mean, been to the All Star game every year pretty much of his career. He's got he's got a hell of a list of uh, accolades, man. It's gonna be hard to 
put him up against somebody and say that they had a better career than him. If he wins two more championships, that'd be three championships. That'd be these last two will mean the most because you won this. Well, no, first of all, yeah, they would mean the second most. Yeah, I said that Cleveland because that Cleveland be shit. Whew, that Cleveland shit was probably one of the best NBA finals I've seen since Kobe and the Celtics went to Game 7. Came back from 3-1. Came back from 3-fucking-1, man. The, the team that had the best record ever, you beat them. You beat them, 73-9. You beat them. <laughs> you beat them niggas. You, you beat light-skinned. Yeah. See, the dark skin got one in real life. That's how it's supposed to be. Tyler Perry don't <laughs> understand that. Tyler Perry lives in some fantasy world where the light-skinned guy is the winner. <laughs> Oh man! Only in hip hop, <laughs> light skinned guys win. <laughs> All right, man, we're gonna dive into the movie. <laughs> Yo, I feel some type of way. We're gonna dive into the movie man, with my nigga Jukebox, man. Let's do it. Oh shit! My nigga, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. All right, y'all. So we <laughs> talked about this movie earlier today. A Fall from Grace, Tyler Perry's Netflix, first Netflix movie. Um, and since we already discussed it, I don't really have much to say about it. I'm just going to go ahead and give it its wave system. Uh, I thought it was a good movie. It was something different from Tyler Perry. It did have some errors, but it was well written. Um, I suggest you go watch it. And you determine what you would do with it. I'm going to give it three waves, though. And I side with that. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good one. I, think I, he's got I, another I one thought you would give it two. I think he's got another one coming in May. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for more. Please. And I don't want the regular shit. Give me more suspense thriller. Yeah, I think this one got, like, it's about a white guy. Ooh, I, yo, yo, give me more of this. From Tyler, I'm geek. Hey, he I'm, got that studio. He can do whatever he want now. Yeah, give me what I'm tired. I, go, I don't want to keep seeing the same houses in every fucking movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the house from the last movie. <laughs> Nigga ain't the same corner. <laughs> ain't it the same mailbox? They ain't even moved the mailbox out from the last one. See, we being hard on them. Yeah, we got to, though. Why? Because he black? Are we yeah. crabs? Yeah, we crabs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. If y'all haven't uh, had a chance, man, go to your Netflix right now. Check out Fall from Grace. Join the rest of the world. We all watched it. We all laughed. We all loved it. We all hated it. So do that. Um, other than that, man, this has been episode 90 of KSP. Um, thank you for tuning in. You're at the end of this podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, drop that review for a brother. If you're on Spotify, if you're still listening right now, hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, niggas do what Google Play niggas do, and SoundCloud. And also, you can follow us on Instagram at Pod, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Pod. And you can also write us kickishitpie at gmail.com. Jukebox, where can they find you at? I'm on Twitter at J-U-K-3-B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y. Same thing with Instagram. And it's your boy Jumpman Jones. You can find me on Soul Train Company on IG and Soul Train Go Co on Twitter. Um, listen, this week I do want to share a message, man. Remember that life is fragile. I want everybody to be careful. I want everybody to be safe. And I want everybody to have a great week and have a happy Monday. Daddy, are you on the radio?